This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast. I hope everybody had a wonderful 2023. What was on your bingo card? What wasn't? And you're like, "Mm, couldn't have predicted that one. This week was wild. Started off strong. Monday and Tuesday, workhorse running around doing all the professional and personal things required on my to-do list at a rapid speed and that is the one fabulous thing about being self-employed is that you can work ahead at any given time also within that I still managed to have a massage on Monday which was such a treat to have a midday massage but that's also because I love working into the night so it's fine But it was so nice. Also, what a little treat. You know, holiday season, rest, relax. Relaxing can be very hard for me because I think socializing and being out and about is relaxing or it's fun, which to me, having fun is rejuvenating, which is a synonym in my head to relaxing. But having fun and relaxing are in fact two different things. Sometimes relaxing is fun and sometimes relaxing is not fun. Monday and Tuesday were not relaxed, but I did have the massage, so I did have a little break in the middle. And then, let's see, we have two Pick My Fit episodes that were recorded this week, and the podcast, and then next week's episode is going to be end of the year reflections, new year goals, ideas, things I want. What did I do Wednesday? Oh, Wednesday was Secret Santa, White Elephant, evening, that was cute. Thursday, oh, Wednesday. Wednesday I get a text from my friend 
asking, are you free all day tomorrow? Crazy question. And crazy. I'm like, in fact, I am free all day tomorrow. She's like, you want to go to Vegas with Amazon? They'll fly us out. We have to go to a football game. You know what? Sure. Why not? We also weren't staying the night. Normalize going to Vegas for the day. Thank God it was only the day because I lost my wallet. It was in the bag of my secret Santa gift. I was scrambling. Also, with football games, you only can bring a small clear bag, one of which I didn't own. I didn't know this until late Wednesday night, and I was leaving too early Thursday morning. There was no no time to acquire a clear bag. Mind you, I didn't have my wallet, so not only did I not have any of my cards, I didn't have an ID. So I went to Vegas with my passport, my phone, and a prayer. And then wouldn't you believe it that my best friend Jesus, not Jesus, Jesus, happened to be in Vegas that day? Okay, he's a friend from New York. Okay, I I don't even know if he's ever been to Vegas before. I don't go to Vegas. This was also incredibly last minute. This man takes me out to lunch. He takes me and TK out to lunch. He gives me $100. We put it on roulette, make $100. Run to the Uber, head towards the tailgate. The tailgate was for this second season promotion with this G.I. Joe man. Oh my God, he was so hot. Stupid hot. His hands were the size of dinner plates. It was something quite magical. Another one of the influencers that was there was a man that had no shirt and a coat on. Coat unbuttoned no shirt. Also at this tailgate, there was a push-up competition. Men are so weird. (laughs) Women would never, we'd never be like, yo, who can do the most push-ups? Going on the turf, trying to see who can do the most. There was three different rounds of it that I watched. Ridiculous. Absurd. And then when we walk into the stadium, we are on the field. Mind you, this is my first football game. I've never been to a football game in my entire life, and I am on the field. God, that felt good. Not that I knew anyone. I don't know any of the players. I just have my phone out and I'm taking a little selfie video of me smiling, waving. Look at me on a field. Look at that. So cute. What the hell am I doing here? Saw the football players kick the ball. Saw the Thursday night football announcers talking to the other players. Saw some crazy ice, football rings, big watches, glitzy. Also sat next to this man who was the certified worst. Oh my God. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. I had to have because this is one of my favorite stories. This is a crowd favorite story, okay? I always get the perfect reaction when I tell it because it's nuts. I was at a friend's birthday, and this party was all about your inner child. So there were balloon animals, and there was face painting, and there was a heal your inner child sound bath, which my friend and I went to. And we were cozy up on the couch with this other guy that was kind of squeezed into our seat. We go into a meditative state where we are finding a memory that's coming to us and telling that young version of ourselves exactly what that young version of ourselves needs to hear. And at the end of it, He's like, let's get a photo. And then he asked for our Instagram and he posts it and he FaceApped us. He didn't just FaceTune us. He gave me a smoky eye and arched my brows. And I don't know how this story came up into conversation with the guy that TK and I were sitting next to at the football game, but he 
didn't laugh. And when I showed him the screenshots of the side-by-side photo that we had taken versus the photo that he posted, he goes, he helped you out. Excuse me? How dare you? We find this guy's Instagram. I should have known. He's a face upper too. What kind of ridiculous breed of man is this? Male influencers are ridiculous. At least this sector of them. I don't want to give such a blanket statement, though I want to give such a blanket statement, but I will, you know, assume that there are some exceptions, especially straight male influencers that you're face tuning. (laughs) What? What's your damage? What's going on? He was one of those humble braggers. As if we wouldn't notice the amount of times he tried to be like, but I have millions of followers and it doesn't matter to me. I'm just looking for a regular girl, you know? I don't want the models, even though I've had them. I don't want them. Not even a supermodel. I just want a regular girl. They're just, they've got more substance, you know? They're not as entitled. You know what? Honestly, the models, they're boring. They're boring. I'm like, is this your way of hitting on us? Being like, I don't want, I don't want a supermodel. I want a regular girl. And you're like, fuck you. TK is asking what he did and he's like oh I act and she's like anything I would know he said have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy she's like which one he said three she's like oh my god yeah were you at the premiere he stutters starts to somewhat confess that no he wasn't there which is awkward because TK was trying to bond to be like oh you were in that movie I was at the premiere King was an extra why would you bring that one up first (laughs) what's your strategy it's not effective It's not working. I see what you're doing, but I don't think it's working out the way you think it's working out. But the football game was fun. The Chargers made history. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I'm so sorry. The Raiders made history. The Raiders are Vegas' team. They've never scored that many points before. The Chargers did not make history, and I think they fired their coach. Fun day! And then I land back in LA that night. Friday was nice. Friday was relaxing. I was calm, cool as a cucumber, woke up feeling good, refreshed, had a real adventure the day before. And so I wanted to be home and we had a beautiful day. So my friend Ella and I sat on our steps and just hung out there for the afternoon, painted my toes, did a 30 minute meditation. Things were nice. It was nice to have an outside afternoon. And then I went out with a girl that night. Oh my God, I've never done that before. That was so fun. 10 out of 10 would do it again. And then Saturday, I woke up with adrenaline. Used that adrenaline to clean my deck. Okay, my deck has had leaves all over it for at least two months. And I have told myself, God, this is something that needs to be done because it's a gorgeous, important aspect of our apartment. It's a huge deck. It's it's practically the size of our living room. It's not having access to it is noticeable. But I'd been lazy. I'll say it not Saturday morning. Nope. That is clean up. And the hangover started kicking in. It was my dad's birthday. I'm like, oh no, I can't do this. I can't just call him and be like, hey. I had to be like, hey, how are you? Happy birthday. I love you. Did you get my present? Just trying to be as bubbly and upbeat as possible. And I was like, girl, it's kicking in. The adrenaline is wearing off. And then I had to film pick my fit because my guest this week works a nine to five and the sun's down by the time he's done. So I had to have him come on a weekend. I was like, oh, I have to, I have to get myself camera ready. I can do this. I can do this. And then we had a photo shoot after. And then TK had rented out courts for pickleball. And then after pickleball, 
Ella and I treated ourselves to an Italian meal. I'm like, no way. No way did I go to Vegas on Thursday. Attempt to have a relaxing Friday. Had a relaxing Friday afternoon. Go hard in the paint from Friday night up until Saturday night. Not stopping. And then Sunday, yesterday, my friends were at a holiday market selling their art and some clothes, tchotchkes, things of that sort. So I went there and I went climbing. And then my friend had a movie night. Oh, we did an adventure on Saturday night too. I've just been out and about living my life. It's been fun. I think everyone is feeling good because work is winding down for a lot of people, but no one's begun their travels yet. That's all this week, it seems. A couple people have left, but it's starting to get quieter in LA. I'm taking a short trip. I'll be back to California late Christmas Eve. So this week, I just need to figure out my Christmas menu, get ahead on the podcast, make sure Pick My Fit is ready, schedule the next two episodes, do my ad reads for this podcast. Like It's just tying a lot of loose ends this week. No new projects are being introduced. So that's kind of fun to have everything wind down. Then I need to pack for Salt Lake City. It's going to be a short week. I'm proud of myself. I know that I have a bit of unease not spending Christmas with my family. My cousin and I are taking a little pre-Christmas trip, but I will be on the West Coast this holiday season, and I know I feel a bit uneasy about that, which has come in waves, but I would say overall, I'm a happy girl. I have a lot more good moments than bad moments, and in the past, I've had a lot more bad moments than good moments in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I'm excited to host have the little misfits over Christmas morning for all the people that aren't going home with their families and let's celebrate together. I'm looking forward to that. Life has been good. Life has been good. I need some time to reflect on this year because that will be the next episode that's going to go up on January 1st, I believe. No, it's not because though these episodes were pre-recorded, I actually took a break after recording them and took the two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's. And just think about my year, what I want to bring into the new year. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> Guys, why am I so fucking sensitive? <laughs> I'm just having a moment of like, oh, I'm happy about where life's at, which is sweet. Yeah, anything else I want to add before I get into your questions? I don't think so. I always ask on Instagram. My handle's Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. So let's get into them, but first a word from today's sponsors. I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to theouai.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. 
That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. It's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Yasmin wants to know, how do you beat Delulu without being cuckoo? I love the trend of being a little Delulu. The way to be a little delusional without it seeming nuts is to use the delusion as a tool to combat low self-esteem or lack of confidence. You want to use this delusion to outweigh any insecurities that you have so you can be bold and make moves and take chances and take risks. You start seeming a little cuckoo when you're simply lying. Like if I say, I want to be in a movie this year, why would I be in a movie this year? I've had no prior experience, but if it's something I want to do, I'm going to use this delusional confidence and try to figure out a way to make it more realistic. I live in Los Angeles. It's not that far-fetched. I've been on the internet. I've been on camera before. I've been in shoots. Why not acting? A little Delulu, but not. You see where we are? If I saw someone and I was like, oh, that's my best friend, and we've never met because I really wanted them to be my best friend, a little cuckoo, a little cuckoo. Be delusional with your dreams, like no ceilings, no limits. Esme wants to know if comfortable heels actually exist, ones that you can walk on for a while. Of course, little low ones or a platform or a heeled boot. Absolutely. Of course, if you haven't found comfortable heels yet, Keep looking. Make it your 2024 mission. But let me tell you, I had these little kitten heels. I remember one time I walked 85 blocks in them. No blisters. They exist. And those ones were Steve Madden. Danny wants a love life update. Oh my goodness. Everyone has come out of the woodworks. Anyone I've ever had a romantic interest, ever, calling, texting, FaceTiming, asking me out, what are you doing? You've either been sent away for a reason. I thought this was over. I had to do a little breakup this week. I went out with a girl this week. I said that. That was fun. Never done that before. Want to explore both men and women. I'm in Los Angeles. Why would I not? I literally think there are hotter women in LA than there are men. If I was living in Virginia, I'd probably be more attracted to the men. But in LA, I'm here for this. Vanilla Rhymes asked, do you think wanting to be a housewife is anti-feminist? No, not at all. If you want to be a housewife, you can choose. I'm pro-choice. I'm a pro-choice girly. Let women choose what they want to do. That's feminism to me. Jasmine wants to know, as a self-employed person, do I find it hard to keep my life organized and productive? No, not anymore. I used to when I was 18 and 19 doing this because I had no work ethic and no discipline. I was so used to the school system that had everything carved out for me and such a specific way of doing things 
that when I had ultimate freedom, I had no idea what to do with it. I was like, wait, my whole day is up to me? What? You mean there aren't obligations every day at every hour for me to do something? That was hard, but 10 years later, almost. I'm almost 28. I don't find it hard to keep organized or productive. That being said, I have so many systems in place to maintain my organization and my productive systems. I write a lot down. I use my Google Calendar. My only frustration with self-employment is the lack of consistency sometimes because I love having a busy week. And then when I have an empty week, I take it really personally. Like, what have I done wrong to have space in my work week? Like, did I not do enough? But no, I don't find it hard to keep it organized. I also have help of a team, which is great. Yasmin wants to know a color that I love to wear. White. I love a crisp white. Yasmin also wants to know a trend I'll never fall into. I don't think I'll ever do square nails. I don't know if I'll ever do a flash tattoo. I don't think I have enough tattoos to want a flash. Yasmin also wants to know my favorite thing about winter. I like winter activities. I've been seeing more skiing and snowboarding content on TikTok and Instagram, and there's such a specific feeling that it gives me. I love that. I love, there's such a sensation. It's the same feeling when you think about a day at the beach and you get home and you shower and you have sun on your skin. You can kind of feel it and you're clean, like that specific feeling. I have the same feeling for when you've been skiing or snowboarding on the mountain all day and you take your lunch break at the lodge and you're walking up the stairs with your your ski boots that are so hard to walk in and you're having a little bit of like a runny nose. It's just so, so nostalgic. And I like incorporating that into my winter. As Mitty asked for the best shopping in LA. Huh. I love Mohawk and Mohawk men. Gift of garb. Sleepers, good. Sometimes it's overpriced. It's often overpriced, but you can sometimes find good things. Love the Silver Lake Flea and the Los Feliz Flea. I used to love Squaresville. I haven't had very much luck there recently. I've been having the most fun with Mohawk, for sure. Wow, amazing question. Julia wants to know my favorite album of this year. Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Probably. Probably that one. No, 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 no. Love that album. Of course, it's fantastic. But Preacher's Daughter, Ethel Kane, 1000% was my most listened to favorite album of 2023. Okay, Preacher's Daughter came out in 2022, so I guess for technicalities, we'll say Lana's, but on a personal level, Ethel's. Ben wants to know what's the name of my Aesop fragrance. Let me tell you a story before I tell you the name. Fine, I'll just tell you what it's called. It's called Adesis. Adesis honors the imaginary worlds beyond the surface of a mirror. Watery, iridescent florals that are met with a warm, spicy, woody base, recalling the liquid stillness of a pond or a looking glass. When I was getting the description at the event, she's like, this is like a fairy wonderland. Wouldn't you believe it? At the Sunday holiday market, I'm wearing a desis, recalling the liquid stillness of a pond or a looking glass, honoring the imaginary world beyond the surface of a mirror. Every little bug loved me. I had little tiny gnat-sized bugs on my shoulders. Every time I tried to brush them off, there were more. I had to leave the holiday market because I was getting attacked by bugs. Talk about fairy wonderland. I was snow white at the holiday market to the bugs. It was horrible. 
So I want to be very careful wearing that ever again. That was so scary. I went home and was like, Ella, we need to use the Ouija board. I need to figure out if that was on purpose or not, or if that was a weird coincidence. It felt targeted. I'm always coming up with little series ideas. And the current fixation I have is live streaming the Ouija board because I've never had the Ouija board talk to me. I've never brought in a spirit that's giving me answers. Ella got one at the Secret Santa. I've tried using it with her, but nothing. And I think it'd be funny to have a TikTok series or a live stream series where we just keep posting in hopes that eventually we'll get an answer. And then if we start getting answers, of course, the series will continue. But it's just like you're waiting. You're being like, did she get anything? Did we hear anything? So I didn't figure out if it was a coincidence, if it was targeted, if it was just a little bad luck, a little unfortunate that I smelled too much like a pond. But it's called Adesis and I love it. I also loved their one called Karst. That was nice. They have some really interesting scents. And as I've gotten older, even this year, I would say... I've become a lot more interested in scents, and I want something more complex. When I was in middle and high school, even up until semi-recently, I just wanted something sweet and sexy. I wanted something simple, and I want something complicated now. I want my scent to be complex. But my favorite still to this day is Maya, and sometimes I'll layer hypnotic poison on it, but I love Maya. Abby wants to know tips for detaching from a toxic man in your life. Of course, the best way, I would argue, is to have the internal strength to do it on your own. But I understand that getting out of a very quote-unquote toxic relationship is much easier said than done. So sometimes it takes a replacement to sort of get you out or a really good friend or a really good family member. But what helps me in scenarios like that are thinking about, is this the the love story I want for my life like when I look back on my life do I really want to think okay I just spent three years of my life trying to get away from this man or you know trying to make this man love me whatever it was or whatever it is and sometimes that motivation knowing that I don't want that to be my story gives me the push to end it especially if you're so young and you're already having a bad cycle now you think it's gonna get better probably not so get out now Oh, Isabel said, how to cure a deeply broken heart. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had my heart broken, which is crazy. I've been in love. Not a doubt in my mind, but I've never had my heart broken. I'm sure it's inevitable, but God, I'm afraid. Grace wants to know my favorite underground artist. Someone recently told me that Ethel Kane would be a small underground artist. I would beg to differ, but if I had to... I don't know. I haven't been listening to very much um, underground music. I was listening to The Doors on the way here. Definitely not underground. Faye Webster. She's pretty big, I feel like. I don't I don't know. I don't have any underground artists at the moment. Corgi wants to know, how did I meet Drew? I met Drew when I first moved to Los Angeles. He lived in the same apartment complex as me. And he went to the same school that some of my YouTube friends are going to. So I met him there. Pearl wants to know if I feel like living in LA is affecting my body image or my health. Have I talked about this before? I think I touched on two episodes ago how I was not vibing with LA. I feel kind of indifferent about that right now. It's interesting how the culture in LA sometimes hits me harder than other times. Right now I feel incredibly indifferent. My life feels like it would be my life if I lived anywhere. 
Whereas two weeks ago, I guess I felt incredibly stuck in LA. I am not having any negative body image or health effects this time around, but I was cripplingly, well, cripplingly is a bit dramatic. I was the most insecure that I've ever been the first time I lived in LA. Because I was like, I don't have this look. I don't have this attitude. I don't have this mentality. The things that people want here, I don't have any of it. I have things to offer. There's not a doubt in my mind, but not anything that's valued here. And that was very difficult for me. Bella wants to know my favorite shade of green, a true grass green. Like when you look at a gorgeous grassy hill, that, that color. Toucan Sam Smith. Wait, I remember this username. I haven't seen it in a while. Do you ever get burnt out from socializing and spending money with friends? Of course. Of course. If I feel like I'm spending so much more money than I want to, burns me out. If I feel like I'm socializing and it's no longer fulfilling me, absolutely. And then I have other seasons where I can't socialize or spend enough money with my friends. I am so down to do that because I want nothing more than to spend time with my friends and to spend my money on experiences with them. So, but yes, I've definitely had that happen. Oh my God, someone said I'm relentlessly iconic. Incredible compliment. My God, thank you, Sarah. Brandon wants to know if I've ever had a quarter-life crisis. Not to detriment, because I moved out to LA when I was 18. So me being back here doesn't really seem like a overcorrection. Same thing, I'm in a very similar career path, if not the same one. No, I don't think I've had the crisis yet, but I do have constant reality checks with myself. And I'm having conversations with myself often doing check-ins, seeing if we like where we're going. And I think that that is crucial in preventing a quarter-life crisis, is to make sure that you don't spend too much time on autopilot and then wake up one day and realize, what the hell have I been doing? It's dangerous to be on autopilot for too long and then wake up one day and ask, what the hell am I doing? You need to talk to yourself and you will avoid major life crises. In terms of your own choices, of course, external factors are out of your control, but things within your control. Anonymous wants to know how to stop being upset when someone doesn't like me back. You know the answer. You know that it just takes time. Something that's such a big deal right now will not be a big deal in the future. You just can't hurry it up. And that's the issue. You would love a little quick fix. Like, how do I stop being upset? You'll get over it eventually, but... It takes a second, sort of like you got hurt, you know, you got scratched up, it needs to heal, but it will. I've had a lot of growth and growing, I think I'm still very much doing it, in the realm of rejection where I don't take it so personally. I got so afraid of having to be rejected. Here's, let's open up for a second. I was popular as an elementary school kid. The boys liked me, I had them fighting over me, I didn't know what a treat that was, I suppose. It kind of continued into middle school. And then when I was in high school, I had a boyfriend. So I wasn't learning how to handle very much rejection. I missed out on that lesson and I'm learning it later in life. But I think being rejected is really important to growing, to understand that it's not that deep a lot of times. Most of the time, the vibe's not there. It could be something simple it's it's not very deep it's not like someone's looking at your entire personhood and they're saying you're bad you're unworthy it's not that personal it's a little personal because it's you 
but it's not that personal. And then, of course, I have my beliefs that if it was meant to be, it would. If they were right for me, I'd be right for them. I don't believe in this life that I would be in a position where the true love of my life is someone I have to hound down. I don't think so. I don't think the person that I'm falling in love with or the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with is someone that I need to desperately pine after. But of course, it stings a little bit, but it all heals. Time heals all wounds, even really hard ones. And I talk about this with my girls because sometimes breakups happen and the guys move on quick. Okay, there were two guys, two of the guys that my friends dated. One of them, who my friend hasn't seen anyone since him, he's already had two relationships onto his third. She hasn't met anyone that she connects with. And he's on girl number three. And then I don't even know how many other girls the other guy has gone through. I have no idea. Probably a number that would scare me. And even my last relationship, I had a tricky breakup. I'm finally over that now. But that breakup happened when I was 21 and I'm 27 now. That took forever to truly get over, or not forever, it took six years, which, wow, that's like the length of the relationship, honestly. Whoa, that's so crazy to think about, because you know how sometimes the advice is, or like the rule of thumb, is it takes half the time of the relationship to get over it? Mine took basically the whole thing, to a point where I truly feel at this time, I could reach out to him and have a catch-up call, and actually just want to know what's going on in his life. I don't know if I'll ever do that, but... I'm at a place where I totally could. Oh, interesting. In the realm of this as well, I don't know how to say her username, but curiously, how do you feel about your ex having old photos of y'all still up? I don't know why he hasn't deleted them. That's interesting. Uh, he's married now, so it's a little crazy. I don't Maybe it's not. I have no idea. But I'm also not surprised. He doesn't seem like someone that would really deep it too much. I think that it would be him caring more to go through the effort of deleting it. Just knowing his personality is what I'm thinking. ASD wants to know the best ways to bring sensuality into one's life. I love questions like these. Go slowly with everything. Don't hurry. There's nothing sensual about speed. Nothing needs to be sped up. The way that you tuck your hair behind your ear, pick up your bag. I mean, I love being go, 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 but that's not... I'm not feeling sensual in those moments. And then give attention to all five senses. Like really feel something, really smell it, really taste it, really see it, really listen to it. Just takes being a bit more mindful, that's all. Esme already read a question from her. She said, if New York was an outfit, what would the fit look like? Funny you ask, because this week's Pick My Fit with Dean DeCrisio it'll already be up by now, was Dress Me For A Day In New York. So if you're looking for that, it's up on my Instagram. I'm going to end the episode here. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate. Happy holiday. If it's summer where you are, I hope you're getting tan, going to the beach, enjoying yourself and relaxing. And I will talk to you next week with my year roundup and goals for the new year. So thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. XOXO. Lexi. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, 
soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.